Milestone, milestone, milestone. As you can already tell, you heard Carl Winslow. Yeah. And reprising his role in the hit movie Die Hard. <laughs> and John McClane saying, Welcome to the party, pal. Yeah, that's what it is. We're doing Die Hard commentary, son. Yeah, so if you want. Hold on, let's do the video. Like, What's the, what's the song? The song was... Uh, Run DMC. Run DMC. I can't remember the name of it. Yeah, something that... Uh, Yule Time. <laughs> Christmas and... Christmas and Hollis. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Christmas and Hollis. I know. My wide etiquette of knowing hip-hop, I should have known that Christmas and Hollis. But the thing is... What that song's want? just not jamming like all the rest. What do you mean? It fits perfectly. It fit perfectly for this. Yeah. Because I remember it was in the movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was also to give you big props. Like, dang, Stucky, that was perfect. <laughs> it's when it's in the movie. <laughs> nice pull. His chauffeur. Nice pull. His chauffeur does it. Well, he's taking him to the... Uh, Tim, from the air, from, he's taking him from the airport to uh, Yakatomi Plaza. Yakatomi. All right, got to remember that for the rest of this. Is it Yakatomi? Because I think I'm not going to say it right. Yakatomi. 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 That's that Yakatomi. No, Nakatomi. Nakatomi? I think it's Nakatomi. Or is it Nakatomi because Alan Rickman couldn't say Yakatomi? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Alright, so what we're going to do is... Nakatomi Plaza. We're going to run through this. Let's do that. Nakatomi. Nakatomi, that's what we're going to go with? I think that's what it's called. <laughs> Nakatomi. <laughs> We're going to do a commentary on it for a special milestone episode. And 
we might do this every every tenth one. We'll pick out a a movie we love, and Die Hard is definitely one we love. Die Hard is, you know, what I love about Die Hard is from like everybody loves Die Hard. Yeah, even chicks who love chick flicks love Die Hard. Uh, regular dudes, uh, hardcore cinephiles, everybody loves Die Hard. Nakatomi. Nakatomi. Okay. It was. It was actually it was the the Fox Plaza. Yeah, so they yeah. just used their own studio. Right, that's smart. Save a little money for Bruce Willis. Yeah, because we're thinking we might do these commentaries from from here on out whenever we hit the tenth episode. Yeah, so the next one will be fifty. We'll we might do another one if this goes well. If it doesn't, <laughs> this might just <laughs> fade. Into... <laughs> we don't know how to do a commentary track. It's you just know. gonna be us talking randomly about this movie. <laughs> You know what? When you brought it up to me a couple of days ago, and you were like, like "Hey, my favorite Christmas yeah, movie. let's do this. Let's do a commentary of it." And I was like, "All right, yeah." But then we set everything up, and we we're like, "All right, we'll let the our your old laptop cool down, and we'll go smoke." And then as we're walking out, you go, you you kind of quietly say to me, "Hey, how do you do a commentary?" And then I got very nervous. <laughs> I got super nervous, and I was just kind of sitting there chain-smoking. Oh, God, this is going to be awful. I don't think so. Because we, we did accidental commentary over that, that Freddy Krueger movie. Yeah, but they don't know that because we didn't use that one. Yeah, because it was so bad that we had to get rid of it. And we had to redo an episode. So that's why I was so worried. <laughs> Because I told you my fears, and you were like, "No, we did the uh, we did the commentary on the uh, on the Freddy Krueger movie," and then I was like, <laughs> "That one didn't go well. <laughs> we had to get rid of it." <laughs> so here we go, six minutes in. Yeah. If you want to watch this with us, you're gonna have to put it. We're at zero zero. Yeah, right now. And when we say we're going to hit play, that's when you hit play, and we'll do this thing. So this whole, I mean, we're not, we're probably not going to do commentary through the the credits. That's when we'll do our plugs, probably, but. Through the movie. It's going to run. The whole movie. (laughs) The whole two-hour movie. Yeah, like, (laughs) when the movie ends, we'll give us our little plugs. During the credits. I'm not going to make you sit through, like, the five-minute credits. Right, 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 right. So get that straight. <laughs> but the way our plugs go, it might last the whole credit scene. <laughs> it might. <laughs> Just might. All right, so here we go. Are you ready? Because I did watch The Magnificent Seven this week. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. All right, I'm about right. to hit it. Viewers at home. One, two, three, uh, duh, go. Uh, 20th Century Fox. Oh, we got we to gotta hit the mute on it so they can't hear it and we Wait. don't get copyrighted. Okay. You hear that? You that should be your cue. About... You start to think about that. Whenever I see the 20th Century Fox logo, I'm like, oh man, there's so many good movies that come from them. Yeah, man. But I, it's not my favorite. My favorite is the MGM with the with the lion. <laughs> is that song you like? <laughs> <laughs> okay. What a beautifully shot scene of a, of, of a jumbo jet <laughs> landing on a strip. See, here's the problem, though. The problem with people listen to movie commentaries, but yeah. they listen to them. And you can see how, I mean, okay, he's he's from New York, right? We'll find that out, yes. But he's like, 
holding on to the seats like I've never flown before. Yeah, he's never left New York. But he he goes up in skyscrapers. Yeah, he's going out to get his wife though. And this oh, guy's, by the way, spoilers. We're gonna spoil this whole movie. And this guy's going like. Yeah, he's a well-traveled man. The, yeah, look. Take off your shoes. You ball them up into fists. Yeah. We'll go like that. Yeah. Fists with Fizzy your toes. toes. <laughs> All right, so here's the thing. Sounds though. crazy. People do have those tricks, like, like people when I when I work at the, you know, working at the hotel. Yeah. I'll be tired at work, and someone will come down, and they'll tell me their little tricks. Like one guy. This guy notices his gun. He's like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> yeah, back when you could wear a gun. <laughs> it's okay, on I'm a, a plane. cop. All I say is, "It's okay, I'm a cop." I've been doing this eleven years. And then he hits on the girl as he's walking through. Well, you know, he's divorced. He's not divorced yet. Well, I mean, he's separated, so basically, he's divorced. So when he shows up, he's like, "Oh, you're going by your last name, Gennaro." What a generic name. Yeah, because she's done. When women are done, it's they usually... They yeah, across they're the done. country and get a high-paying high gig at Nakatomi Tower. Look at Tower. this. Gun in the plane, smoking in the airport. That's what I'm talking about. Only great thing about the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, oh, Ellen Rickman. Oh, R.I.P. Homie. R.I.P. R.I.P. Jam Master J. Oh, for the Run DMC. Okay. Yeah. I forgot we were using that one. Yeah, this... Okay, and... They're having this magnificent office party. This is... A, this is how come you never do office parties, because everything goes fucking wrong. Yeah, I mean, it's not gonna be you're getting held hostage. Namely, you'll probably bang a secretary in the break room yeah. and knock her up. And, like, because... Because you say you always get invited to them, but you don't go. Yeah, because they're boring. But the ones that that I got invited to when I was at that hotel, it was it was insanity. It's the same ones. Like the Christmas one. Yeah. All you do is get sloshed. Yeah, and listen to Tejano music. Yeah. Oh, here's this guy. Fucking douchebag. <laughs> He's like the typical, prototypical 80s yuppie. He's, He's got the power cocaine. suit. He's got the beard. <laughs> He's got the cocaine vial in his, <laughs> in his jacket pocket. Hey, Gennaro. What's her name, Lucy? All I know about this woman is she doesn't deserve John McClane. <laughs> <laughs> Any man who will hold him, who will take back, uh, take back a skyscraper from terrorists. I don't know if you can leave him. Look. She took the kids and everything. Yeah, she left him stranded. Why do you think he's going? You think he's going just for that broad? He wants to see his little kids. Well, he's gonna he's gonna get his, he's gonna get a little tingle later, you know. <laughs> After he defeats all the bad guys, he's probably gonna get to lay it at least one more time. I don't know. Look at her. She seems cold to me. <laughs> yeah, but she has their like. There's there he is from moonlighting. That's when he found her. <laughs> <laughs> he dropped. He dropped that bra. And he picked her up. Yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> See, but the thing. Oh, they got the uh, the stereotypical Hispanic. Maid. Yeah, Hispanic maid. Hola, Miss Holly. Miss McLean. No, call me Mrs. Gennaro. 
Oh, Miss Holly, that's what it is, okay. Holly Gennaro. Where'd you get Gennaro? Because that's her name. Oh, okay, it is. Because he gets to the, the hotel, he gets to the, the plaza, and he's, like, looking at McLean. Oh, to see if she's there. Yeah. Okay. And he's like, Phew. he gets pissed. So he types in Gennaro. Bro, I, I gotta admit, I haven't seen this movie in a long, long, like, years. I haven't seen this movie. Even though I love this movie so much. But nobody ever, like, this, this is like an every man's Christmas movie. But instead you get, like, you get, like, a Christmas story, and you get, yeah. like, Nightmare on Christmas. Nobody yeah. ever plays Die Hard. No, I do. It's one of the greatest Christmas movies of all time. I watch it every Christmas, and Die Hard, too. This might be a running tradition. I have tradition. to get both. I have to get both in. Now, do you think that's still his hair? John McClane's? Yeah. Or no. you think they got him wearing a little rug with a widow's peak? No, I think that's his hair. <laughs> I think he started losing hair by the third movie. Yeah, because by the fourth, he was completely bald. Yeah. He shaved his all of his hair off. And then the fifth, he was completely bald. <laughs> I've still never seen the fifth one. I have. People were like, do not watch that movie. It's garbage. I enjoyed it. His son is a, is a spy now. The little boy's a spy? Yeah, like, he grows up and, like, joins the army. Because and, the, the fourth one, it's a little girl, right? His little girl gets captured or whatever, right? Yeah. And she's going to college. So I guess that would be... And then and then Justin Long's character dips into it because <laughs> he, he takes a bullet for her. Yeah, she likes uh, nervous, <laughs> nervous beta males. <laughs> Hackers. <laughs> Smoking in the car, man. Yeah, man. God dang it. And this is the part where they're playing the It's Christmas time in Hollis Queen. You'll just have to take our word for yeah. it. Yeah. He's like, What, you don't like music? And he puts it in. But he's from New York. He should know. <laughs> this is Run DMC. Run DMC. Yeah. It's every, it's, you know, was. The Last Boy Scout, a holiday film. That's a Shane Black movie, so yeah. Yeah, he, all of his movies take place on Christmas, or well, around so what, Christmas time. Was that one on Christmas? Yeah, I think so. Because he's got uh, Lethal Weapon, those are all Christmas movies. Yeah. Uh, I don't think he did the rest of them, but the rest of them were Christmas movies. So the first Lethal Weapon, I think that was him, Christmas movie. Then you got Last Boy Scout, I know. And then you got Long Kiss Goodnight. Yeah. Then you got uh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. So it's, it's, Then you got uh, Iron Man 3, Christmas movie. Yeah. And then Nice Guys, Christmas movie. What do you think happened to it? <laughs> what do you, you think, think it, happened to Shane well, okay, Black? Okay, and Gremlins was a Christmas movie. I don't think that was a... It's not a Shane Black movie. Right. But Gremlins is a Christmas movie. Yeah. But it kind of fucks kids up if you watched it because the girl's, you know, dad dies. Yeah, they're singing it right now. Yeah. I just saw the lyrics. Oh, that money was for me. <laughs> that old 80s style. Still trying to work it out into the 90s. He's like, and Bobby Brown here is going to go park that. <laughs> Bobby Brown. Yeah, he's going to go park the limo. Yeah. And he's like, hey man, if you score, just, you know. You strike out, I'll get you a hotel. Yeah. 
His name's Argyle. <laughs> yeah, like the sweater. <laughs> <laughs> I would like him better to be Bobby Brown. Well, they didn't want to come out and say it. This guy, although he's I will say, he had he had amazing security. he had amazing waves. <laughs> well, Bobby Brown, he had amazing waves. He paid for those waves, and they were paying off in big dividends. This guy is horrible at his job. And I don't know how Huey Lewis fit that that suit jacket so quick. Well, you know, they probably had it a different one. No, he kills him and takes the jacket. <laughs> no, but I'm saying, like, the movie probably had a different one to fit him. <laughs> so he's looking it up, this old school technology. Yeah, which was like... <clears throat> What she said was First, a, this is like, a cute toy. Yeah. Holly Gennaro. Yeah, hey, he's fucking pissed. Christ. <laughs> Why did I come She's here? done, Bruce. <laughs> She's done with you. She's done, John. She's, she's <laughs> oh, yeah, John. <laughs> I gotta get in the character. What if it was that's a hawk? I don't care, but this Holly this is Gennaro. A, this is Hudson Hawk, too. <laughs> This is. What do you think it is about this movie? He's Lucky. whistling, you know, like this guy. He's, he's getting he's the lay of the land. This guy's over there eating pistachios. <laughs> like, give it a fuck. He's got the uh, what do they call it? Emery board. Yeah, no, he's eating pistachios. That's what he's doing. No, he's emery boarding his fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you get pistachios? Because I keep seeing those commercials on TV all the time. What are they it, rubbing them on their fingernails? <laughs> no, it's like they show this this elephant. He's he's been having. Here's Bobby Brown parking the car. Yeah, this elephant sits there and he's like, uh, he's sitting there talking about how he gets women with mm-hmm. pistachios. The elephant. Yeah, he's like, oh, the girls will do anything for a pistachio. I'm crushing trim left and right with these pistachios. <laughs> They don't call me the Longhorn for nothing. (laughs) (laughs) You mess with the bulls, you get the horn. (laughs) By by that I mean this long trunk. Uh Look, he's all pissed because of all these yuppies. He's like, oh man, I'm in like this. Yeah, he's the everyman. He's got the denim jacket. He's got the lumberjack he, shirt. He saw those. He, he already seen those two people. He just knocked the into. He just knocked into Gina Davis. <laughs> Some man just kissed him. Oh, L.A. Fucking California. <laughs> <laughs> the two people in the window. They end up in that room, fucking. Oh yeah. And they get caught by the terrorists. And there's Mister. Nakatomi. Yeah, Nakatomi. And he's like, Your wife is so great. Several floors up. Several floors on the construction. In the meanwhile, her office is right back right here. <laughs> That's a pretty good Japanese guy. Look at this guy doing coke on the desk. Oh, hey, the, babe. Oh, the 80s. Oh, the hey, 80s. babe. You know, it's just nothing. A little bit of white. Rubbing his pinky on his on his gums. <laughs> Heard a heck of a lot about you. 
food cake. Look at this fake background. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty fake. He's throwing a party. Oh, I didn't realize. <laughs> Christmas in Japan. Everything about this whole yuppie swagger. <laughs> I, I was so glad when he got gathered up. Oh yeah, everybody was. I mean, this guy deserved it from yeah. the beginning. Like it's it's a it's a great tool for the screenplay. I think they switched Hollies. Did they? Because by the third one, they just had her picture, but it wasn't her. Uh oh, the cold hug. Tough as nails. I'm gonna watch. Why? I will be. I will be honest. This redhead is doing it for me. <laughs> <laughs> this old floozy is doing it for me. Yeah, she's probably got that big patch down there. It's like with this tall. Oh, she's got the childbearing hips and everything, man. She's great. Hey, look, there's one of those trucks I drive to work with. I don't know if I'd fight terrorists for, her, but I'd maybe fight a. You know, a small gang. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't seen you in months. Don't you like it when I take the shirt off? <laughs> <laughs> I know he takes his shoes off and uh, balls his toes up and everything. Right. Why didn't he ever put them back on? Uh, I think something happens where he can't. But you know this is based on a a book. Oh yeah. Yeah, this is based on a book. But in the book, the reason he didn't put on the the guy's shoes, it wasn't because he had feet like a little girl. <laughs> <laughs> this is because he he, he uh, it didn't feel right to put on a dead man's shoes, and that's why he didn't put the shoes on. Oh, he's putting. She's putting him in the bedroom. She's gonna bring him to the house. A spare bedroom. <laughs> that's just that's just but you see the smirk he knows if you're gonna let me in the house yeah see look there's the two people in the window <laughs> you'll let me in all the way so he knows he's got her yeah he's like he's like oh, I got this all sewed up if I can kill all these people in this place <laughs> cause I'll save her I flew out here and now she's gonna let me in the house I got this look at me smirking He's ready to go. He's got the hamburger meat hanging out of his <laughs> he's, chest. He's telling her, he's like, you took my name away from me. Yeah, since one of you misses Gennaro. Uh-oh. Fighting for his rights. We're married, Red. But it's a subtle action movie. It's It's, it's yeah. got a lot of it's got a lot of show and not tell. And it's got a lot of looks instead of dialogue Gennaro, uh, that they don't use in nowadays action, movie, uh, action in movies. Her, in her, her pregnant friend or whatever, yeah. Her pregnant secretary interrupts. So I was like, he's like, we fucking get out of here, flock of seagulls. <laughs> she did have the flock of seagulls. Oh man, the 80s. <laughs> what an awful decade. This is 88. Yeah. That's when I was born. I was eight. I was. This is when I was born. I was eight, and I went to the theater to watch this. 
You went to the theater to watch this? Yeah, my dad would take me to things like this. I watched this on TV, and it was uh, back when they said Melon Farmer <laughs> instead of MFR. <laughs> I'd be so excited for movies like this, and so would my my father. Yeah. So he would be like, oh, let's go watch Alfred Justice. We're there. Yeah. Or let's go watch Die Hard, or let's go watch Terminator. See, that's what I'm saying. I'll be there. This movie speaks to everybody. It's got enough cinematic juice earlier to get the cinephiles. Earlier, I caught him watching Indiana Jones. Which one? Get out of here, Marion. That <laughs> 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 one. Raiders of the Lost Ark? Yeah. Oh, man, that's my favorite. No, that's not my favorite. Last Crusade is my favorite. But I think Raiders of the Last Ark. Oh, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark is a better This guy movie. was like, these guys are late to the party. They drove up in a damn Porsche. Hold on, I'm going to look it up and see who shot this movie. And there this he guy's is. talking about basketball. <laughs> there he is. Two. Boom! Two right points. <laughs> and he just this Arsenio Hall looking <laughs> dude. <laughs> and they, all these like terrorists, they always made them like Swedes and Germans back in the day. Yeah. Until you know, uh, Back to the Future. Then they became the whatchamacallits. Yeah. Back to the Future gave us our jihad guys. Yeah, yeah, the Saudis. Look, where did they get this hockey puck to take them out? <laughs> that was a, one hell of a flashbang. You know what I miss, bro? Nowadays they use the CGI blood, but they got the squibs in this movie where they shoot you and your like, chest blows out and the blood goes everywhere. There's Alan Rickman, R.I.P. R.I.P. You beautiful man. Let me see what this guy, this guy who directed this. Let's see what else he's directed. He's directed. Oh, bro, he did the Hunt for Red October. What? He did Predator. He did the Last Action Hero and Die Hard with a Vengeance. Dzang. The Medicine Man. Did you ever? So see he that? brought back. He brought back Hans Gruber's brother. Yeah. He's like, Jeremy Irons, you're the only man who could match Alan Rickman and Gravitas. <laughs> he did the 13th Warrior? Oh, man. Now this, These are a lot of movies I like. Now this Black Data has decided, <laughs> to, has decided to shut down the hotel. That's way better than Arsenio. <laughs> But you said black data, data. You meant Jordy, right? No. It's data. Black data. Okay. That's his name from now on. Even Lewis is putting on his jacket. Alan Rickman's getting to work. He's got the news. He's He's got the news. That's what he's doing. Nice catch, Huey. He's like, put on that cummerbund, sir. Get it on. Oh my god. <laughs> All I can, every time I see Alan Rickman in this, which one? This which is Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> <laughs> he does have the Dahmer glasses. Which one did you like more? Did you like the guy with the glasses or the guy with the long hair? The guy with the glasses. Yeah, I like him. He's the one that gets killed. Yeah, I was, I was pissed when he got killed. 
I was like, why the couldn't they kill a guy with the long hair? Look, this guy was way this? better. Just carrying around this. I'm gonna cut off all. Yeah, they gotta hack in. There he is. Make your toes into fists. Usa. It works. It works. Fist with your toes. Look, he's still murmuring. It's already long gone. Yeah, it's gone, John. We love you, Daddy. <laughs> oh, that's gonna hurt. Oh, Lucy. You know, so one of these days you're gonna be kidnapped by Raylan Givens. <laughs> and Justin Long is gonna help me save you. And then his son is gonna get arrested in Russia. What happened in that movie? Everything great. <laughs> like his son works for the government or something, right? He's like a CIA yeah, guy. He's like a spook. Okay. And they drop him into places. And he, what, kills people? Yeah. He's like the Jason Bourne. Oh, okay. Like John McClane, Jason Bourne. All right, okay. And when when McClane finds out that his son has been arrested, his you know the daughter is like, "Hey, you need to help your son." Yeah. Lucy comes back. Lucy and Sky with Diamonds comes back. <laughs> it's like he's all sweating. Because <laughs> his hot-headed brother just chainsawed the, chainsawed like, the power. Like, Argo, Argo, Mackie, damn! What are you doing? You almost blew it. And he's all like laughing and giggling. Yeah, I'm so cool with my chainsaw. Uh, <laughs> I was zooed <laughs> in Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Alan Rickman in this pea coat, man. This is like one of... I think this might be his first... Oh, man, look, they, they moved it all slow. Like, nobody was going to see this yeah. in the first place. <clears throat> oh, my God, this is the guy that's... I come in peace guy. I think he was in Ghostbusters, too. I think he played the guy in the painting. Yeah. But he also played the I come in peace. Oh, Remember that me, movie? Let me get my gun. <sighs> it is the same guy that yeah, played the guy so. in the painting. He was like the that king or whatever. Zool? Was he Zool? I think Zool was the first one, right? No, I thought that was the gatekeeper and the keymaster. Oh, yeah, they were banging. <laughs> I told you. They were banging in the office. I told you. Get in and say, you horn dogs. You have to go. Oh, John McClane. Oh, no, Jack, what are you going to do, man? Completely. Have a good time. There's a party. No he's, shoes. He's already escaped. See how they showed you no shoes. So now when it happens, you're like, wait, what? Oh, okay, that's right. He doesn't have shoes on. He's a white. Like he didn't get to change nothing. Like he yeah. could have put on his shirt. He's still in that wife beater. He didn't have time. And slacks. He didn't have time. I was gonna take a shower. <laughs> and when they start firing the air. They don't care about anybody upstairs. No. What if, like, the... Well, all the upstairs is, like, under construction, right? That's what they told them. A few of them are. Well, the, boobl- the bullets aren't going to go all the way to the top of the building. They can. They will, they'll hit the bottom of those, the floor. Those poor Mexican maids and shit that they hired <laughs> to clean the place. <laughs> what if he came up and there was just a bunch of dead Mexican maids? 
Lucille, Consuela, no! <laughs> now you tell me. He's like, man, I love LA. This is he's looking through that window. Boy, Alan Rickman is a boss in this movie. I think this is like his first movie. You think? Well, like his first major movie. What about that other one where he's singing? <clears throat> what one? Oh, I can't remember the name of it, but he sings like a 60s song. Let me look it up. Look it up. So we know. I think like I think this might be his first big major movie. Alan Rickman. Yeah. Now he's giving everybody the deets. And he's like, I'm running the show now. Where's Mr. Takagi? <laughs> Takagi. He's just picking out every Asian man that's old. Born in Kyoto, family immigrated to San Pedro, California. <laughs> he always knows how to hang on the words. Alright, let's see here. Yeah, first big movie was Die Hard. Because he was in a couple other movies. So but what, the, what is that? What, what? They were all BBC stuff. Like this, BBC one, television. this one he played a musician and he dies... He was in something called uh, a show called Shelley. He played Clive in an episode called no. Nout So Queer. <laughs> this is a movie. <laughs> yeah, this is a movie. That's what I'm saying. This is his first big break. And God dang it, did he knock is it out of the park? Is it the January Man? No. Twiggly Down Under, maybe? No. Another great movie. He was oh, in. he was really good. That Sheriff of Nottingham. Yeah, like Robin Hood. Yeah, Robin Hood. I'm going to cut your heart out with a spoon. <laughs> Bruce Willis gave him his first big break of action. Bro, Bruce Willis wasn't even supposed to be in this. They gave it to, uh, they tried to give it to Schwarzenegger, and then Stallone, Burt Reynolds, and all of them passed, and then they gave it to Bruce Willis. Nice suit. (laughs) I have two myself. (laughs) God dang it, Alec Rickman. You're a man among men. You're speaking German, of course. Look, there's that little Genghis Khan fellow. Yeah. Because at one moment, he breaks the glass and steals baby roots. Mm Mm-hmm. Who doesn't want a good baby (laughs) roots? Especially during a heist. But the way he steals it, he doesn't even look at it. He just sticks his hand in there and just grabs whatever candy bar he can grab. He needed something sweet to eat. Look at that oil refinery thing over there. What'd you say this was? The Fox Plaza? Yeah. And they just used it as the Nakatomi Plaza. Okay. I've always enjoyed making models. <laughs> he's such a, he's so better than Jeremy Irons. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad he got he got destroyed when he dropped off a building. <laughs> and then when Jeremy Irons comes back, he's like, oh, when he finally finds out there's his brother. Yeah, he doesn't even really care, does he? Oh, he's like, oh, I remember dropping him out of a building. Bro, he was, you know what movie I saw Alan Rickman in the other day? Dogma. 
No, Galaxy Quest. Oh yeah, he was really good in that. <laughs> he was so good in that movie. <laughs> that that is such like, a great movie. Go, like this, here, here goes Black Data. He's gonna start getting <laughs> into it. He's gonna start and hacking prompts. These old school hacking things. <laughs> Joe broken here. Two accents. No, you gotta do your you gotta do your Japanese accent. And the information good. <laughs> He broke in to a steel. Who is this? Oh my god. Mr. Takagi. I'm not interested in your computer. But I need that code. <laughs> he always hangs on the word so long. The computer, the controls default. You want money? What kind of terrorist are you? <laughs> God dang it, I wish my Japanese was better. My Japanese fake Man. accent. <laughs> Look, how do they not see him? He's being stealthy. He's being a sleuth. He's in a white shirt. Let me get down on the ground. I'm sad. Yes, no. Just glass. <laughs> Just glass. <laughs> That's what he's doing. That boy's glassing all around there. Just glassing. Just glassing. See the big moose today. <laughs> and he don't. He don't play. He gets right into business. Yeah, no. All right, let me see what's going on here. Hey, oh, he's taking off the silencer. Or I will shoot you with this gun. It's useless to you. <laughs> you never get it open. What does Nakatomi oh, do? Oh, there he is. Black Data kicking it. <laughs> <laughs> Brent Spiner with the, with the Kobe Afro. Yeah, yeah. It is who it is. I'm talking Kobe with the 8, not the 24. For the right beef. Oh, yeah. How's he hearing all this? The door's shut. It's a movie, man. Go on. It's still a great movie. Because I know he's about to take down at least three bad guys. He's about to shoot this guy in the face. And he just met that guy. Yeah. He's like, oh, what a nice Asian man. Boom. And then, oh... Asian man dead. Yeah. <laughs> and they were taking bets on whether we give him the info. <laughs> How did the blood travel that far? Squirted out of his brain, man. That guy's got some great locks. Fabio knows what he's doing. <laughs> I love how he's wearing, like, basically karate clothes. <laughs> <laughs> His clothes are so loose and baggy. The sun is locked. <laughs> I just want to hear his voice. He's like black I hate that I have to listen to it <laughs> in subtitles. <laughs> With no volume. He's like, Black Data, you better be able to get Just picture vault. it in my brain. Black data if I don't see it. Argyle. 
No, he's down yeah, there. Yeah, he heard he's, the he's shots. He's down there listening to Bobby Brown <laughs> and New Edition and calling his girls on the phone. That's what he's doing. I'm just waiting right here with this bear. <laughs> he's like, cool it down. Well, how's he supposed to hear from the 30th floor? I'll throw you the cord. That guy, he should have just fallen on accident. Look at that guy had like a a jerry curl. Look at that guy. He's smoking. A white man wow. jerry curl. <laughs> Which is very unusual. I think even back in the 80s. You know, he surfs every now and then. Definitely. Oh, oh. I do, I do enjoy villains with a plan. They have this elaborate thing. They're putting this C4 Chinese everywhere. guy. I see He's this good. guy in so many movies. He's always like a background henchman, and he always gets murdered. He was even in. He was in the last action hero. I remember him because yeah. he catches a. I think he catches an ice cream cone to the back of his head. <laughs> he was in. Uh, was he in? Uh, He's been in a ton of Jet Big Li Trouble. movies. Big Trouble in Little China. No, he's been in a ton of Jet Li movies, a ton of Jackie Chan movies. He's always got the horseshoe thing with the long hair and the long beard. The Fu Manchu. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you go full man, uh, full Fu Manchu. There's Black Data. You know what he's about to do. <laughs> I think he might be in an Argyle sweater. <laughs> <laughs> like he's getting mad. Always having a little conversation with himself. Yeah, like I do all the time. Thank, thank John McClane. I'm gonna set off a fire. I was talking to Forrest the other day, and his he was telling his mom about me talking to myself all the time, asking questions. Yeah. She goes, "That's totally normal. That means you're very. That means you're very smart." Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a load off my mind. <laughs> <laughs> she said that means you got a lot of intelligence if you can sit there and have a conversation with yourself and uh, resolve the, the problems. You're problem solving. Oh, that's where I fall off. <laughs> I don't ever figure anything out. We just go round and round. I think that means I'm crazy. Oh, baby, come to Papa. He's all happy. He's like, I got the cops coming. Yeah, see, like, it makes logical leaps. The like, fire in a lot department. of. A lot of, like, action movies, they don't. And they, you're like, why would they do that? None of it makes sense. He's it all goes mad. against the character. Oh, he's pissed. Oh, here's that guy. Jeffrey Dahmer comes in. I have a machine gun. Who? <laughs> Who? <laughs> oh, oh. This oh. is one of the better parts of the movie. And it makes you mad because you like Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, yeah. I like him way better than Fabio. I like how he sets him up. He sets him up with the... He puts something over here. Hold on, I haven't seen... big doofus. Hold on, I haven't seen this in a long time. <laughs> Just let me enjoy it. Sophia has been called <laughs> off, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> No one is coming to help you. <laughs> Little man. You know nothing. You what know nothing, John McClane. Joins the others. And then he clips it. <laughs> I promise I will not hurt you. <laughs> yeah, you will. You just clicked it. Yeah, he doesn't even wait. He just starts firing. He does... Those are like... 
those are like the basic serial killer glasses. Yeah. Those big horn rim glasses, bifocals. I think they might even be bifocals. What's what's happening? Oh, see, he's he's <laughs> juking and jabbing him. He's like, I'm gonna turn on this. Drop it. I'm the police. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why not? Because you are policemen. Most of policemen. Yeah, John McClane lets him know I'm not no average schlub. I love in the woman Timmy Timothy Oliphant the fact that when he's fighting that woman with all the karate moves, he's like, all oh, the kicking and shit. <laughs> he's like getting pissed. Can't handle it anymore. So he hits her with a truck. And then he throws her down an elevator shaft. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh God. <laughs> he broke his neck by fighting him. Yeah, man. That's what's great. It's not like a big shootout. The guy fell down the stairs and broke his neck. <laughs> That's he awesome. Takes, he takes his bag of C4. <laughs> and then writes on his shirt and puts it down the elevator. And blood. <laughs> I think he might have used Sharpie. I don't know. But are your glasses now? <laughs> He's black data trying to figure out. <laughs> black data. Every time you say that, Do you always talk He's like, I just got it done. Now we can start drilling. Look, he's starting to get bloody. He finds, he finds a pack of smokes. He's like, these things are bad for you. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, the guy smokes. <laughs> All Europeans smoke <laughs> today. He's dead as a doornail. Yeah, dead. I think this is the guy he tries to get the shoes from, right? Yeah, and he had little feet. S- sisters, feet like my little sister. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we go. Nine million terrorists in the world. They're gonna kill the woman with feet swallowed in my sister. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't forget this. Don't forget the the reason for the season. You know. Then he gets into the... Yeah, John McClane. This is where... Is a tricky so-and-so. This is where he ruins things. Have you ever tried to open one of those elevator doors? It's too hard. <laughs> it's so hard. It's so goddamn hard, how, man. How, how did he know how to exit? You gotta have that little pole. And I guess you gotta have a screwdriver. <laughs> Oh no! I was in there with the uh, the elevator guy when ours was on the fritz. Yeah, he let me go down in there. <laughs> it's just garbage everywhere. <laughs> you do not have any idea. Like, like I didn't even. I worked there for a while. I didn't realize how many people have been smoking on the elevator and just tossed their butts down there. There's cigarette butts like for days, and just garbage everywhere. It's nuts. I was like, hey man, you don't clean this up. And he goes. Why? What am I, <laughs> the custodian? <laughs> That's what you got your Mexicans for that work for the hotel. <laughs> now I have a machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. 
And this white lady with the because t- you know if one the of them, Tina Turner, if one, <laughs> the of, them, Tina Turner if one of them get crushed by the elevator, they can't call the police or nothing because they're. No, we just gotta bury him in the back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying they're illegal, but if Lamarica showed up, things people would be running and there there'd be a lot of uh, dirty beds. Yeah. They're usually growing fat on a pension. Back when you could get a pension. <laughs> oh, the 80s. Maybe they're not so bad. Where's he at? Oh, he's in there listening. Yeah, he's trying to figure out everything. He's writing people's names down. We have to do something, Hans. He killed my brother. Tell Carl his brother is dead. <laughs> I forgot his name was Carl. <laughs> you and Fritz. He's all right the other day. Yeah, John he's McClane. He's writing a list. And John McClane is the man. He's writing a list. He's he's taking off names. <laughs> he's checking the list. He's taking the list and checking it twice. <laughs> this is such a Christmas movie. Yeah, man. This is where he loses the gun. Oh yeah, because he has to jump in the vent. Spoilers. Yeah. If you haven't he's seen like, this, finally he gets a good gun. This twenty-year-old movie. A little bit more than that. 30. Oh, yeah, that's With, true. No, 40. No, 30. 88 to 98 was 10 years. 98. 2008. That's 20. So almost 30 years. Almost, yeah. Yeah. We're almost there. You believe that? <laughs> what the heck is this dude's problem? It's mesmerized, but... We watch this every Christmas. You know what the funny thing is? Mm-hmm. Ah, <laughs> look, at so good. Carl is so fast. I want blood. <laughs> but let Heinrich. I love the names. Where did these German terrorists come from? Who were they? Who were they working with? So, but Alan Rickman was British, super British. But he's playing a German. Mm-hmm. She's like, something's wrong. No, it's John. She knows what it's about. The 80s stupid, boy, he needs to get out of it. Because he's going to go in and rat him out later. Yeah, bro. Hey, Hansi. Hey, I know who's messing up all your plans. Why would you mess your plans up? Because you're not supposed to kill people. That's right, man. Oh, man. I would not be on top of that building. Not me. You wouldn't be on top of the building? No. I mean, I don't think I'd jump off with the thing attached to me. But I could be on the top of the building. That guy looks like Christopher Lambert. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Carl looks like Christopher Lambert. (laughs) The roof. Oh no. They're going in here. Black Data's doing something. Oh, I know. It's going to the dispatch. Look at this old technology. All these lights. And they pick, like, the prettiest dispatcher to get up and talk. Oh, yeah, you know. 
I mean, you've worked with police departments. You've seen the people who work dispatch. Well, they, there were some pretty dispatch girls. Oh, yeah? Like, they hire pretty dispatch girls. So they have, like, a, a soft voice. Oh, okay. To try and keep you... Do you think I got the voice of a dispatcher? No. <laughs> <laughs> so what what do you need to have the voice of a dispatcher? I don't know. Something. I don't think it seems like they always hire like these pretty girls. They like okay, they hurl the gunshots. Yeah. So they they send Carl Winslow. <laughs> yeah, but all right. Tell me, from a cop's perspective, if a dispatcher heard Gunshot, automatic fire, <laughs> they would send like a fleet yeah. of cars, not Carl Winslow buying the crap out of Twinkies. <laughs> He's like, I gotta buy all these. This is my Christmas dinner. Whatever happened to Carl Winslow? Look at that mustache. I'm gonna look him up. I don't know. I've been seeing those little memes go around. This is a. Uh, Carl of Duty. (laughs) (laughs) Carl Winslow. I know that's not his real name, but we'll figure him out. I think he died. Reginald Bell Johnson. No, no, I think you're thinking of Uncle Phil. Yeah, Uncle Phil died. Yeah, Uncle Phil's dead. I wish he would come and do some comic cons. I would hang out with him. With Carl Winslow? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I I loved you in Die Hard. Oh, man. After you reprise that role. Bro, he played a police officer in Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> he can't get away from it. Like, he's looking at the... Everything's fine at Nakatomi. I don't know what's going on. Listen to the Gunfire? movies. Listen to the movies uh, he's been in. He's been in Ghostbusters, Crocodile Dundee, Die Hard, Turner and Hooch. Yeah, I remember Turner and Hooch. All his police officers. Let's see. He was in Like Mike, Ground Zero... Let's see if any other... No, those are all... <laughs> those are... I mean, he was in other movies, but you wouldn't know what they were. Oh! Oh, John McClane, you gotta... Hide, hide, hide. Hold up, man. I didn't know Perfect Strangers. Family Matters was a spinoff of Perfect Strangers. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. What? The Aki Bartakamus. <laughs> <laughs> Like, he can't go through that, because it's a fan. It could chop him up in little pieces. You're going to chop me up and fit me to the paw? <laughs> it wouldn't be us without a Departed reference. <laughs> he was in Always Sunny. Yeah. I didn't know that. Look, he's always playing a judge, an officer, or a doctor, or a <laughs> reverend. Can't ever just be like a regular guy. Let's, what if we wrote a movie and then just wrote him in as... He's going to be my main character. Just, just <laughs> as himself. <laughs> How do you jam it up? He used that gun, man. Oh, yeah, this is the part. This is where he loses it. Yeah, this is where he loses it. <clears throat> that blade's not going that fast. <laughs> Girls. <laughs> Girls. <laughs> Girls. <laughs> it wouldn't be an 80s movie <laughs> without unnecessary gratuitous nudity. And it's subtle. It's, it's right just, there. It's just like glance of an eye. Yeah, and then you see the girl getting goes. pulled off the desk while they were banging on the desk. It's, 
just glance of the eye. It's those movies that you wish would play when you're like eight. And it's yeah, going to stay up all night. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. I hope they show it a scene. No, you got to have HBO kids. Sorry. Look, he's about to go. Come out to the coast. I've been doing this John McClane the whole time. <laughs> I, don't even know, I don't even know if it's any good. <laughs> I hope it sounds good. What is with the, all these long-haired terrorists? Because they can get away with it. Shout out, man. Because they're in California. Down. They can portray themselves as surfers and okay, walk away. All right, all right. Until they open their big dumb mouth. Yeah, and then their it's big like strudel-filled strudel mouth. Oh wait, now he's gonna use. I like how he uses that as a grappling. Oh, the little back end for your. He uses the gun. Yeah. What is that? An MP5. I don't know. I think I played enough Call of Duty. I think that's an MP5. I know that thing's gonna bend really quick. <laughs> I can't believe he's using it. That's what I'm saying. That's what's so great about this movie. Christ. He's using every little thing he has. This thing's going to break, so... He's using every... He's like... If if Green Lantern had died... Carl is not hearing it. He don't care about none of that. If Green Lantern was to die on Earth at the same time, it would have picked him for the ring... Because he's got so much willpower. <laughs> Could you imagine John McClane with a Green Lantern ring? <laughs> he would be the greatest Green Lantern ever. <laughs> That's what would happen right here. Oh my god. It's like He jumps into that he jumps into that uh vent and all of a sudden that ring pops up. <laughs> you have been chosen, John he's McClane. Like, you gotta save my wife. You can save her with the oh. ring. Oh, come on, John McClane. Oh, man. And then he falls down one level. Yeah. I'd have been dead. Yeah, you would have been dead. You I'd have been just so kept dead. going. I'd have been dead <laughs> a couple minutes, like 30 minutes back. There he is. Here, here's that famous ornament we saw. Well, let me see. I might let y'all hear this one. Hold on. No, no. I couldn't do it. Come on to the coast. And now I'm not going to be able to turn down. Oh. (laughs) I totally missed it. They all got long hair, though. Every one of them. They're bad guys. Bad guys mean you have long hair. Was that an 80s trope? Long-haired bad Look, guys. They know he's in the thing. I remember using that gun in Call of Duty. What I kind of gun is that? I think it's called an AUG. Rat-a-tat, rat-a-tat. That's yeah. what it's right on the screen. <laughs> and it's got the uh, clip in the butt of it. Every time I see things like this, it reminds me of like, Tom and Jerry. But it's so great, the cat and mouse aspect. He's just waiting for him. Got his gun. The Beretta. Go ahead, push up on it. Let's see what happens. I'm gonna pop you with the Beretta. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Strudel. I'm gonna pop you. He so wants to shoot him. 
the police. I'll find you. <laughs> I'll find you and I'll get you. You killed my brother. Can you think that I needed Jeffrey Dahmer last week? Here comes Carl Winslow. Yeah. And there comes I, there's, I come in peace up on top of the building. By the way, his, Reg, his name is Reginald Van Johnson or something Who? like that. The I come in peace guy? No, Carl Winslow. Oh, yeah. Reginald Van Johnson, something like that. <laughs> there's get it. Mr. Yakatomi's brain matter. <laughs> I don't understand how much brain matter came out of his head like that. I mean, you that know. wasn't it. That I, wasn't it. It seems real to me, but you've seen them. That's not. You've seen the real Dilly. Sometimes it just pokes out your head on the side, and it just your your eyeball kind of pokes out a little yeah, bit. Yeah, and then all the blood just comes yeah. out of your head. That's what happens. But not this. Who's driving the car, Stevie Wonder? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Carl Winslow. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Huey, he is. You need Huey, to, you, need <laughs> you need to, to take care of business. Huey, you need to, uh, you need to smooth talk Carl Winslow. What if, what if instead of they, them getting Huey loose, they would have got uh, Bruce Springsteen? Because he would have been like every man's man that that, that would have been working security at the moment. Yeah, because Huey Lewis is not really. He hasn't. He hasn't, like, stood the test of time like Bruce Springsteen. Well, he only made, like, two or three studio albums. That's what I'm saying. And one of them was Back to the Future. <laughs> the boss keeps going. <laughs> he don't stop for nobody. He even teamed up with that... With uh, the he was skateboard. One of the, I think he was one of the people that got the Medal of Freedom, along with Ellen. He, uh... He teamed up with... Yeah, he's sitting there watching basketball. Wearing cowboy boots. <laughs> <laughs> He's watching football. He's like, oh, Barry Sanders ain't doing nothing this year. The 80s. I'm trying to remember if the Lakers were good in 88. That guy, he looks like he's about to just win everything. That big burly German. No, he's Swiss. He's, he's Swiss. He's Swiss. Yeah, he's he Swiss Alps. He's been climbing with Stephen, uh, with uh, Sylvester Stallone on the side of the mountains. <laughs> they picked him just for cliffhanger. Oh, John McClane's got him dead in the sights. What do you do? You shoot this Goomba or what? <laughs> <laughs> but he got rid of him. Yeah, he, he got, got rid, rid of one of them. He, he got, got rid of the Swiss Alpers. <laughs> yeah, he got rid of the Swiss Alps. What is he doing here? Look at how close you are to death, Carl Winslow. You thought you were just going to have to deal with oh, Steve? Hell with this. No. Like, like it, that's not how a real police officer would deal with things. You would but wait, wait for backup. But, 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 then, like, well, like you said about the dead people, you get so used to them, it's just like, ah. I'd rather be going getting the Twinkies or getting coffee. <laughs> yeah, but, okay, look, we always had this, this saying, if there's two... I heard Bruce Willis almost put himself deaf 
doing that? Yeah, doing that. Because they wouldn't let him have a like a little earwig. And he had to shoot that gun under that table, and that noise almost made him deaf. Like, his shirt's completely brown now. Yeah, he was rolling around that vent. Okay. Here we are, back to the beginning. We had this... This is where this we started. Saying, where there's one, there's two. Where there's two, there's four. What do you mean? So if you went into a house where there's one, there's, there's two one people. There's one guy. There's actually two. Yeah. Okay. Where there's two, there's four. Okay. So you always had to have backup. All right. To clear a house. But what's the code he got? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> God <damn laughs> Jesus hates Christ. <laughs> Where'd he get that? And that big saw starts he got like a laying into cow. his car. Welcome to the party, pal. <laughs> <laughs> and then he rolls off that hill. He's still his oh. <laughs> And look, there's Bobby Brown chilling. <laughs> Bobby Brown doesn't have any idea what's going on. He couldn't either listen to the new new edition album, not paying attention to nothing. He couldn't hear it from the 30th floor, and he couldn't hear it from 30 feet away. (laughs) All the donuts and Twinkies are falling out of the door when he pushed it open. God dang it, this movie's so great. (laughs) I love this movie. All those years of him... Oh, and then this guy. From Ghostbusters. <laughs> He's in Ghostbusters too. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. He was the jerk off on Ghostbusters. Yeah, and he's the and jerk, he's off, the jerk off in Die Hard. He's the ambulance chaser in this. Yeah. Now, now they send back up. Mm-hmm. But if they would have did that thing that I did. Where there's one, there's two, where there's two, there's four. Well, all right, let's be, you know, let's be fair. This is an 88. Maybe the uh, rules updated. Now they know what's one is two. I always wanted somebody four. to ask for a helicopter. Did you ever need one? No. <laughs> but I always wanted for somebody to be like, you know what, I really need a helicopter. I'm holding everybody in this Brooks and Brothers hostage. <laughs> I want a helicopter and Tatino pizza bites. Well, you got them in there. Cook them. Here he goes. John McClane. Coming at Alan Rickman for the first time in the movie. We are... Well, that's not the right time. An hour... Wait. Hold on. God dang it. What are you doing? We can't can't get none of it, right? Don't do it. Don't do this. I just wanted to see what it was. (laughs) You're going to mess this all up. Hold on. Hold on. You're going to mess this all up. (laughs) I was trying to see what time we were at. <laughs> this is that's the second thing we tried. <laughs> we totally messed it up. Forty minutes into it. All right, I wanted to hear the <laughs> welcome to the. Oh no, no no the when he was in the elevator, not the elevator. Yeah, this is when he tells that guy after he's already killed him, and he takes his cigarettes off of him. He's like, oh yeah, yeah okay. and now he's got the detonators and the C four. Whoa. Whoa. Of course, no filters on those cigarettes. I got your guy with the seat. Why did he check his shoes? I don't know, man. Maybe because he had dress shoes on or something. Maybe he's just filling himself. I mean, think of all the things he's got away with right now. He's like, I'm untouchable. I might be unkillable. (laughs) So he turned into... 
to, uh, yeah, he turned into an icon, and he knows it, and he's feeling himself. I got my dirty, <laughs> my dirty wife beater on. I got an Uzi in my hand. I'm ready what to if, go. What if they started what if they put smoking that a palm all? song behind it? A, <laughs> I'm feeling myself. Feeling myself. Feeling myself. Feeling myself. I wouldn't be surprised if that's where the inspiration came from. Yay! <laughs> and there it is, right in the lexicon of Americana. And this guy, he's like, I'm so sick of that news reporter. Just send me out. Sam, I'm begging you already. Send me out with the remote. It's the story of the century. Because <laughs> he does this in the second movie, too. He's the same guy? Yeah, he shows up on the plane with Gennaro. <laughs> Did you see that guy's face? He was like, I'm tired of your crap, buddy. <laughs> Try to weasel in on my stories. That's the Bill O'Reilly <laughs> Yeah. We'll do it live! God dang it! Gail Wallens. The Nightline He news. looks like it. He gave me those eyes. I'm gonna like, get you fired, you son of a whore. <laughs> Take truck number five and get out of here. <laughs> oh. Sometimes you have to follow your heart for the story. I can't believe Rickman chose Holly Gennaro's office at that. Is that her office? I thought it was... Oh, because he sprayed blood all over Yakatomi's. He's like, I don't want to look at brain matter all night. Yeah, and here's Black Data. <laughs> Drilling into doors. the wall. <laughs> like a mole. <laughs> He's almost there. You see that, that imagery? That was the way computers were working so well then. That was C-Prompt. Yeah, but that's like nothing anybody ever used. It was just like some kind of computer program made for a movie to like progress the story so you understand what's going on. <laughs> like those computers and aliens and everything like that. Yeah. Like nobody ever saw that or messed with those. It was just made for the movie. I did with my Commodore 64. <laughs> Are that room with all the lights when he goes into the... He goes into the brain, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody has one of those rooms. The leader's name is Hans. We must find the bag, Fritz. <laughs> I love his name is Fritz. <laughs> Fritz. <laughs> See how they use they use Rambo. And, and when then he's they talked about, about Arnold Schwarzenegger. With the Yippie Kaye speech, and then they used the Arnold Schwarzenegger. I think they were throwing little jabs at him because they didn't take, because the, they knew, they didn't take the role. They knew John McClane. And then they had to get the guy from Moonlighting. And they knew that he was going to be the better guy anyway. Well, they didn't know that. They were just be like, well, yeah, I don't think so. We're going to stick it to you, Rambo. We're going to stick it to you. I don't think Schwarzenegger would have played it better. No, you have to have this guy. Because he's not, like... He's not in shape. He's balding. He's, he's just smoking a, he's, cigarettes. Yeah, he's just an average dude. That's what makes it so great. That he's John McClane. And he this average just, American. He takes so much shit. Yeah, he, his wife back. left him. He left him with the kids. Now he's got to go all the way to try and patch it up. And she's already moved on, and now he's got to save like he all, everybody. He already just commandeered a whole nother police car. <laughs> One got wrecked out, which now they're going to have to take that into impound as crime scene evidence. 
Yeah, and with some... Uh, and he won't have that car back for another month or two, and they were going to put him on paid leave because, <laughs> A, a body just fell on his car. And there's the guy from the Breakfast Club. <laughs> <laughs> FBI guy. Dwayne Robinson. <laughs> what do these bricks want? <laughs> Wait, he's the he's the chief. I thought he was FBI. The FBI guy is the guy from uh, Goonies. That's right. Yeah. God dang it, I haven't watched this in so long, man. Yeah. I'm so glad I'm watching this again. I, this might be my Christmas <laughs> my Christmas routine. He could be one of the terrorists. <laughs> I don't think so. He sounds like he's a cop. <laughs> and Carl Winslow's <laughs> trying to fight for John McClane. <laughs> he's doing all this stuff just like a cop would do. He had a hunch. Like being able to spot a phony ID. TV's here. Like that one cop. He's like, oh man, the TV TV guy's here. What's gonna happen? I kind of wonder what would happen if Shane Black was directing this. <laughs> if this was his first, like before Lethal Weapon, if this was his, if this was his opening debut. Because he likes to subvert convention so much. I don't know if it would have been the same. Lethal Weapon is a good franchise, too. Oh, yeah, it's great. But once it got to the fourth one, it kind of went way off. Mm, Hold on. Because Martin Riggs could not fight karate with anybody. Especially Jet Li. Yeah, like he would... You know how many Jet Li movies I've seen? You gotta work hard to make me believe that. Jet Li would have killed him, hands down. Oh, definitely. Hands down. I just gave a shot at you, Jay Scott. Hands down. Because you're such a goober. Dream chasing. He'll probably never ever listen to this podcast. Hands down. You always throw it shots, and I love it. Alright, so he wrote... Shane Blake wrote Lethal Weapon... The Monster Squad. He wrote Lethal Weapon oh, 2. Oh, Monster Squad? Yeah. That was a jamming movie. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Lethal Weapon 2, Last Boy Scout, Last Action Hero, which is with this guy. This guy directed the Last Action Hero. Long Kiss yeah. Goodnight, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, AWOL, when did, but Iron this Man is, 3. I want to know when they found out that Bruce Willis was really a child in real life. I think was I it think, after the Die Hard series where he, where he kind of got a big head? And he's like, you know, I'm better than that last Boy Scout movie, and I sure the hell don't want to work with Damon Wayans. I think it was when Kevin uh, Kevin Smith exposed him. He was like, this guy's a total <laughs> jerk off. Oh, finally, now, Bobby now Brown finally Bobby Brown finally gets it. He's like, man, I don't know what I'm gonna do. You're on the edge of a terrorist event. In the bottom of the basement. Yeah, he's like being in the bottom of the Twin Towers. That black data shut off and he can't get out. <laughs> Bro, Shane Black is writing and directing The Predator. I'll take that. And Doc Savage. I'll take that one too. <laughs> yeah, definitely, right? But his name's Officer Powell in this movie. It's not Carl Winslow. Yeah, of course, of course. But I'm just saying, everybody knows him as Carl Winslow. 
as a San Francisco police uh, officer <laughs> that apparently was always home all the time. <laughs> I've never seen a cop get on <laughs> to be on time like that guy. He always got home on time. He must have just worked in the... Uh, Only got he three, already, he only got he three already smokes. All, he smoked all three of them cigarettes. Fuck, so he's only he got three left. Quick. Now the way he got home every day. I'm trying to say, was he a lieutenant? Because lieutenants say, "Let him go home." Right? No. No. They get called out in the middle of the night when really happens. Okay, so right. I'd have to call out whoever. And happened. he lived in Chicago. Oh, that dude never would have been home. Yeah, was it Chicago or was it San Francisco? No, he was in Chicago. I kind of wonder what Family Matters would be like now. Old Carl Winslow. Oh, he's already made chief. Yeah. Or commissioner. Something like that. And now he's got to go to like all the rallies. Commissioner Winslow. All the hands up, shoot, black matter. Man, he's like, black Lives uh, Matter rallies. I've been here... Since the beginning. I go to all these rallies, but nothing ever changes. My dumb dumb granddaughter is up there protesting me. And you know, what's her name? Never married Steve. No. She screwed around with him too much. No, she only screwed with him when he he became a jail. An astronaut. (laughs) (laughs) No, because you remember how he would... Stefan. Yeah, Stefan. Yeah. <laughs> he would go into that machine. That's the only time she'd want to date him. Was when he was Stefan. <laughs> oh my god, why Other did we that, watch that show, bro? <laughs> it was so awful. Other than that, like if he was Urkel, he wouldn't know. She ain't dealing with him. Look, that coffee Oh Jesus. Like he gets he has a torn. That never happened. He got hit bro. Like, this is the part I was That's the about. dude, bro. I'm Genghis telling you, he's an always all these kung fu movies. Here goes Genghis Khan. Watch, watch what happens. He's always in the background. He's waiting, I'm you. waiting, waiting. He's like, oh, these things look really tasty. I'm going to eat some milk. This looks really good. I'm really. I really can't help something. myself. Oh, Ooh, this is so good. I'm going to eat the Hershey's. <laughs> <laughs> these are really expensive. In where I come from. Bad news. You can't get chocolate. Well, they got all these bad spotlights. Black data's at it again. Black data. Bobby Brown, he's like, man, I cannot get out of here. What am I going to do? But look at him. His waves are killing. You can even see him in the dark. They would call that on Waves. Fleet. They call it his waves being on fleek. Waves are serial killer. Like, that's not even the way, like... I love this movie, but that's not how, like... SWAT team dresses. And there's only four dudes. Yeah, like, they're like the elite of LAPD. <laughs> like, four, four dudes four are gonna attack this building? And he's eating the crunch bar. <laughs> oh, dang it, I thought he went for the Hershey's. <laughs> <laughs> I wish they'd bring back the all-white... The white chocolate. Those were good. Oh, man. But they won't bring them back for nothing. Well, I mean... You no, know, because they want to... Are you going to go for white they, chocolate they, they or milk make chocolate? cookies and cream. I don't care about cookies and cream. I want the white... It's the racial Nestle. divide, man. we got to bring us all together. <laughs> well, if they're going to do that, then why don't they just make a great divide? 
one where it's like half white and half chocolate. Like how you get that ice cream. Yeah, shoot at the lights. Yeah, yeah tell them Carl, Carl Winslow. Oh, come on, tell them Carl. Carl Winslow. They know what they're doing. Like the commissioner, he's so stupid. He's like, I can't believe it. that's happened. And Powell's over there like, I gotta say all this stuff under my breath because if I say anything, the captain's gonna fire me. Wait, hold up, hold up. That guy was not eating a crunch bar at the end. It wasn't even blue anymore. What was he I eating? I think he had a whatchamacallit. Did he just already move to another candy bar? Oh, Chinese man. He eat very fast. I eat chocolate so fast. Whatchamacallit. <laughs> <laughs> He's already ready. Yeah, he's he already shooting got, he already got one shot him before they even came in. <laughs> and now Huey Lewis is getting in on it. <laughs> no, Black Data. He's like, the feds are coming in. We gotta get them in. Y'all got me sweating through this sweater. Oh, here's here's the thing that probably fought uh, Robocop a couple of times. <laughs> That's one of those SWAT vehicles. Yeah. It's an amphibian. Look, they're gonna shoot a rocket launcher. Yeah, man, that's what they brought the the rockets for. <laughs> they got Zool. What is that? What is that thing called? I don't know. It's like a tank, but it's like a squish tank. Yeah, like you know, what I'm SWAT about? teams. We have them now. They have them. But their SWAT tanks are more or less like a... Mach Schnell. That means hurry up. I know that in German. The, the SWAT tanks <clears throat> now are more or less like a... Like a Loomis armored vehicle. Yeah, yeah. The MRAPs. Look, this thing's so heavy... <laughs> you gotta drill it to the floor. <laughs> I love this car. It looks so great. <laughs> when you said Robocop, I was like, yeah, I could totally see that fighting Robocop back then. <laughs> Citizen, <laughs> look at him. He's got the he's got the visor open. He's about to blow this thing out. Oh man, of, those guys have no chance. No at all. chance. No chance. Zool's like ready. <laughs> they got. They get two. so tough. They can't even get up the stairs. Woof! <laughs> Take that. Happy, happy Hanukkah. The quarterback is toast. Yeah, Black Data's already. Look at that. Alan Rickman has no mercy. Hit it again. Mr. Cowboy. Oh. Now John McClane has got to take action. The police can't get it done. What John is McClane a, has to <laughs> What is a man to do? <laughs> He's got to take action into his own hands. He's got to get... Oh, man. Like, they're toast. There's no way they're getting out of that. I know what he's about to do. He's about to detonate all that C4 into the elevator shaft. Yeah, it's a long drop. Bro, this movie is so great. He blows up like a whole level. Yeah. But it's so great because... He's like, he put it for detonators! <laughs> <laughs> Well, he's just a cop, all right. He's he not, doesn't know anything. He's not about used to using big making. explosives. So he tapes it. 
I'd like to take you take this under environment. Jerkweed. <laughs> <laughs> An underrated word. Geronimo. <laughs> well, oh. he doesn't even have a detonator. He it's put just... all the detonators in it. <laughs> yeah, but don't you have to hit the button? Oh, man. It took the whole floor out. I wonder how they did this without the CGI. Because you said they did it in the Fox building, right? <laughs> yeah. It's all practical for us. I love it. They're using artillery on us. It's him. Tell him that one, Rickman. You're two steps ahead of everybody. Carl Winslow wow. told you. Yeah. He told you. Those guys never got out. Thanks a lot. Yeah. They're all dead now. Blue Lives Matter. That captain. <laughs> they got burned alive. Tell me you got that. You're Mr. To, Mayor. You're about to win the Pulitzer, guy. The takeover. Hans Gruber. There he is. Forever will be etched into the zeitgeist of American history. <laughs> Al, do you copy? I shot a kid. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait till it comes up. They <laughs> took me off and made me destitute. I shot a kid. His name was Steve Urkel. <laughs> and he deserved every bullet. So I had to move to LA and get a job. I left my wife, my children, Eddie and Laura. <laughs> Wayne T. Robinson. Jerk off. He's like, who is the chief of police in Beverly Hills Cop? Was Was he the guy? He was always aggravated with He was the guy? I don't think he was. Dang it, I got the mayor crawling up my bunghole because (laughs) of you. Like, Bobby Brown loves it. <laughs> He's like, you telling him. He's telling him. You tell him, John McClane. My new edition tape done broke. I can't <laughs> talk to nobody no more. Me and this bear have been making out for the last 20 minutes. <laughs> I lost minutes on this cell phone. Because he has the car phone. Yeah. He's the only person that can call out. You know, I was helping my mom move. When I was helping my mom move, I looked into it, and it was this bag, and I unzip it, and it's one of those car phones, <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, Jesus, I can't I can't believe this is what people use for car phones. It was huge. Yeah. It had this, like, huge battery. Yeah, it had to be charged. And the receiver, yeah, you had to plug it into the thing, and you had to leave it plugged in all night. Mm-hmm. Oh, there he is. Hey, baby. Hey, Hansi, baby. Let me use gotta, some of my 1980 gotta, swagger on you. proposal. I do international business for here. I've been everywhere. Look, he's got the little he's tiny like, tie. And <laughs> look at his, <laughs> his, his body motions. He's, he's so 80s. Hey! 
And Hans Gruber's not taking any of that. Maybe it's the Hebes, Northern <laughs> Ireland. Oh my god. You're amazing. Hey, business is business. Use a gun, I use a fountain pen. <laughs> Look at his dumb face. I wonder what ever happened to that guy after this this movie. I hope he killed himself. <laughs> <laughs> He's so annoying. What if he became like a stand-up comedian after this movie? <laughs> he got heckled every day. He's got some pretty blue it. eyes. Look at <laughs> blue eyes, blue as the sky. <laughs> Carl Winslow's are black as black as the death that he's seen <laughs> as he's been on the earth running around as a cop this kind of feels like a Shane Black movie doesn't it? yeah that's what I was thinking who wrote this script let me look it up I find out who wrote Die Hard All right. with a vengeance no, this is the first one. I can't believe he's writing Doc Savage. That's going to be great. And he's like constant. I got to keep looking at my kids and stuff. You know. Bro, because like Doc Savage is basically what Indiana Jones turned into. So he might have his own version of Indiana Jones. Yeah. Could you imagine? I can deal with that. I can deal with Doc Savage. Yeah, bro. It's going to be great. Who wrote Die Hard? Alright, we're gonna find out. What if it was what if it was Shane Black as a ghostwriter? <laughs> we're about to find out. Hold on, let me let me see. Go to Wikipedia. <laughs> it must have been amazing to work with Alan Rickman. Hold on, they got one guy, his name is Jeb Stewart. Mm-hmm. He wrote The Fugitive. And Indiana Jones, The Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. <laughs> and then we got another guy, Steven DeSoto. He wrote... Boy, he wrote a lot of stuff. 48 Hours. Oh, man, I like that movie, too. Well, he wrote a lot of crap before he got and to 48 and, and Hours. Another 48 Hours is even better. He wrote The Running Man. <laughs> Die Hard 2. <laughs> And Hudson Hawk. <laughs> <laughs> Steven E. De Souza. So- Souza. He wrote The Flintstones, Beverly Hills Cop 3, Street Fighter, Judge Dredd. <laughs> oh, man. It's like he hits one note, and then he goes like on a sour note for the next five notes. Laura Don't Croft, Tomb Raider. Oh The 80's yuppie back at it again Making things worse He's trying to think like They've been friends for years See listen because For all the Smoking in the airport And having a gun on the plane What you get Is this guy getting his uh, His brains blown out It's not worth it The 80's Totally not worth it. All they embodied, all they, all they mattered, 
He took. It's nothing, man. All the detonators and threw them down the thing. Yeah. Every bit of them. Yeah. I stuck them all in that little piece of C4. He just let the guy die. <laughs> Tell him Carl Winslow. He did everything he could to save him. <laughs> oh, this guy from the Ghostbusters is getting on. He's like, can... this guy from the Breakfast Club is getting on my nerves. <laughs> He's all getting mad at him. He's like, if you would have told him what to do, <laughs> then nobody would be dead. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Here's what's so funny. We're uh, 133 in, right? Yeah. Carl Winslow and the guy from the Breakfast Club are going at it. Now, usually when you listen to a DVD commentary, it's from the writer or the director. Yeah, but it's from us. <laughs> we don't know anything that happened on set. <laughs> we didn't. About, we don't know anything about this. We're just talking about what we, we like about it. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, of course.